back in Thursday edition, a throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Got uh, two special guests today. Got our guy Sean Drotar and on the Broncos Blitz podcast. Wow, what a get. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, it, it's fun. I'm looking forward to doing this. I've, I've, I've listened to it a bunch of times and I haven't had a chance to be on. So, oh, uh, shucks. Um, we got Alex Becker as well. Alex is regular. Uh, we got someone different every day of the week does the Broncos Blitz podcast with us. Alex, how are you? Doing great. Hey, when I tag Sean in the tweet here, our viewers are going to go way up for this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy's a huge star. Um, <laughs> Silk is chops in the game. Um, so, it's brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Total Beverage is also a partner in this podcast as well. And uh, Platte River Mortgage. So throughout the podcast at one point or another, we'll mention those guys who help make this thing happen. In return, we try to do a really good podcast that's really no shorter than 20 minutes, no longer than about 30. It's kind of like a lunchtime podcast. It's sort of like a best of what's going on um, within and around the Broncos every single day on a week like... um, on this week, when you thought it's a bye week, we're not going to have much to talk about. Maybe we'll want to get away from it a little bit, Sean. We're actually um, have the trade of Bradley Chubb that goes down uh, Tuesday. And then here, it's lunchtime on Thursday. He gets an extension. The extension we thought he would get. Five years, $110 million. I'm sure a third of that is guaranteed. And then uh, makes him the fifth highest played defensive player in in the NFL. So, you know, I guess my thought would be or my question to you would be now that Broncos country has a chance to, well, why on a, a team that's not very good, you're going to get rid of a good player? Well, that just doesn't make sense. Well, it, they say if it makes dollars, then it makes sense. So in a reverse way of now seeing what this guy is making for the Dolphins, as we kind of know kind of who and what he is, um, it seems like now Broncos country should just relax because he would have never gotten that kind of contract here and it would have never made sense to do so. Right, Sean Drotar? Right. You're exactly right. In Chubb's case, the, the writing was on the wall when they didn't pick up that fifth-year option. I think yes. that was the right choice to do so. No doubt Because about it. the injuries have, have been a problem. Uh, it's, it's not actually about Bradley Chubb, who's when he's healthy, he can be a disruptive player. He's certainly effective. Uh, he was a pro bowler one year, although that year he didn't even lead the team in sacks. Sort yes. of a, I don't mean to... No, he diminish was a it much, but but it was it, it was, was like a soft, reputation. Yeah, it was a reputation. Like he's supposed to be a great it. star. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, in that case, you know, I think he's just haven't been able to achieve, and I think it's because uh, of the injury situation. And as he gets older, that's not going to get better. And for the Broncos totally. to jump in and offer that kind of deal based on what they hope comes next, as opposed to what they've seen, would have been really ill-advised. It's better for Miami to take that gamble than Denver. And the fact that George Payton was able to wrangle a first-round pick yeah. out of a guy that, it's at, least, at least when they got him, could have potentially been a rental, Yeah, uh, that's a terrific job by Payton. No doubt about it. I think that was finagled. That was negotiated. Um, there was supposedly double-digit teams who were interested in Chubb. I bet you one to two would have been willing to give up a first-round pick because, again, this pick that they got, um, if you're thinking, well, they could have uh, – there's two other, two other teams who are offering first-round picks. The, they knew the pick coming in was the pick um, traded – from the Dolphins, but from before that, the 49ers. So to me, the 49ers are going to be as good as they were last year, I think, when they all put it back together. And at the bare minimum, um, going to go you know deep into the uh, NFC playoffs, lose in the divisional round. That pick is going to be somewhere around 25, 26, 27, 28. So was there a better pick somewhere other than that when the Broncos were going to knew, knew you know, very well where that pick, that pick was going to end up? No. So it was a late first-round pick. Essentially, they kind of knew that. So 
it's not like they had first-round picks lined up for the guy. They probably had six or seven teams willing to give up a second, a second and a late, um, two-thirds, uh, a second and a player. They found a way to get that first-round pick from the Dolphins who were desperate for it, and desperate in a good way, the Dolphins, meaning um, they are uh, have kind of microwaved their um, – they believe their their progress and their process to now where they think they're really competitive and they think with a player like Bradley Chubb they might be knocking on the door that the you know the Chiefs and the Bills are in. I don't know that I necessarily believe that, but I like that a team is willing to go all in on themselves. I could appreciate that. I mean, and don't you find that I find them in the second tier of that? I mean, they're not the Bills. I do. I they're, think they're, they're right not, under that. Two is, but if, proving himself and, and to I, be special. I kind of put the Ravens as maybe the next team behind the Bills yeah. and the Chiefs in the AFC. But after that, if you were to say it, it's the Dolphins or the, the Bengals have been a bit of a mess mm-hmm. or the Titans. I, I think the Dolphins are the Chargers, as good as the, the Bengals, Chargers, all, every other right team. There. You said I, it. I yeah, think, I think they're, they're right. right in that second level. To, I totally agree with that. And then, again, once you're there, look at you know who and what, Alex. The Bengals were entering the playoffs. That's why if, like, man, it's like we don't give a you know damn about the Chargers and the Raiders, and we kind of hope, hope the worst for those guys, wish the worst for those guys. But my point is, if you're for the Chargers last year, a tie gets you into the playoffs. Um, you're left out. Well, again, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Bengals, those are like, you know, the three Spider-Mans pointing at each other going into the playoffs. Ten win-ish teams, no Super Bowl expectations, yet the Bengals were the right team at the right time to get hot. Um, look at the route that they had to take to get there and the teams that they had to beat. I mean, they were it was they were worthy to go to a Super Bowl, but if I'm the Chargers, I'm thinking, well, damn, that could have been us. If I'm the Raiders, you know, they got their chance once the playoffs kind of, you know, uh, happened and they were certainly not good enough to go really be compete at a high level as the firepower the Bengals had but in theory if you're like the Chargers that's why you're left feeling like oh my gosh geez. but also that's why you know we we're kind of talking about this in the radio show today it's like nine wins maybe 20% of the time 22% of the time gets you into the playoffs I'm not sure with the 17th game and an extra right. wild card change the dynamic of course a lot. yeah but we know 10 wins, even with the 17th game, most of the time, most probably 70% of the time, gets you into the playoffs. So while the Broncos, it's like now, <laughs> they said, like, we're watching the World Series, um, pitch by pitch, you know, inning by inning, play by play, you know, game by game. The Broncos have to take the mentality just to find a way to, okay, well, now we're four and five, and we had two weeks to prepare for that fourth win. Back to 500 is the starting point. Once you get there, then it's the only real time you can talk about the playoffs. So it feels like you said something that you feel like they're 7 and 10. And I yeah, said it kind of feels to me like 8 and 9. That's essentially the same thing. What but it also, means is no playoffs either that way. It definitely means no playoffs. <laughs> right. But also, man, it's like a weird spot to kind of be in uh, because if you're 8 and 9, well, then you think of like we can right now, Two or three blown games, uh, a 64-yard field goal, uh, the Colts game, uh, get me a yard instead of throwing the ball to Court and Sutton on, you know, fourth and five. Then you get a fresh set of downs with time. Just, you know, you then you start thinking, like, coulda, shoulda, woulda, all that kind of stuff. And we're not big coulda, shoulda, woulda guys, but also it's like, damn. Um, it makes me think, and I'll ask you guys this, Kevin O'Connell, who you liked. I did. And I liked, and at a certain point, the folks at Dove Valley liked after it, we, it was Dan Quinn's a big front runner, George Payne and Dan Quinn. Well, they got a relationship, and he's a he's a he's a shoe in. Well, then something changed. They met with Kevin O'Connell. He swept them off their feet. 
So for two days, it was all about Kevin O'Connell. People were really liking him. And I liked him, too. I liked the makeup of a former player, kind of fresh off of it. A guy who didn't have the talent as some star guys who really made it, so had to kind of um, use more ability, more brain power, other things other than raw ability to have made the league like he did, who I think makes for a good coach or not. But it's stuff I kind of think. Um, Kevin O'Connell, Alex, would the Broncos be in a different situation right now if Kevin O'Connell was the coach of this team? Uh, I'd say they'd probably be five and three instead of three and five. You know, no definitive way to say that. But, um, I mean, I th- I still think Dan Quinn is the coach of this team next year. That's the guy I okay. wanted this past offseason. I think it'll be Quinn next year still. Well, I like that take there. I wasn't expecting that. But also, Sean, reply to that because I, I believe that as well. I don't think Kevin O'Connell would have him seven and one like the Vikings. No. And I don't even think six and two They've because six and schedule. two is, you know, while there's games out there that could have been won, I really believe this. Uh, I think the Broncos with Dayball or I think just get, you know, with Mike McDaniel, uh, certainly with uh, Kevin O'Connell would be five and three. And right there in the mix. Maybe even six. I mean, think of so the games they've lost. So you think that as well. They, they lost a one-pointer yeah, to Seattle. I agree. They, they, like, they lost two overtime games in which their offense was not effective. You know, that this is a, they lost to the Jets in a one-touchdown yes, game. Yes. So, I mean, they are actually really close to having a good record. Now, no at the same time, it's tempting when you see that and go, well, the Broncos are secretly really good. Well, they're not. They're no. not very good. Yeah, they're not. And, and even if they were to win, you know, let's think of that. Okay, you beat yeah. a mediocre Seattle team, let's say, if, and reverse sure. the week one. You happen to steal one in overtime from, say, the, the Jaguars. Colts. You don't beat a good team last week. You beat a right. team that's equal footing and is struggling and kind of young yeah. and you know. So you're right. Um, even if they, even if they were, right. even if they had six wins, even if they had seven wins, I wouldn't be sitting here going the Broncos are Super Bowl contenders no, for because sure. the teams that it they is. have played simply don't mix with the kind of teams mm-hmm. you're going to need to play. Now, after the bye, there's a bit of a, a, an opportunity to get some wins. Yeah. But in about a month from now, the rubber hits the road, and things are going to get very, very challenging. Again, so, man, team. I'll tell you this. There's two teams I'll look at that we'll see if there's any equation to the Broncos or any relationship that we can make to uh, have the Broncos maybe flip or maybe flop. Or uh, they've kind of already flopped. Maybe the flip to what they've been over the first half of the season. The Cardinals were great at the beginning of the season last year. Well, they usually are. Kyler and was yep, Kyler was uh, an MVP candidate. Yeah. And not Seven because. You know, and like he's a 24, 26 touchdown guy. He's not a 36 touchdown guy. So, you know, they do it in kind of a lot of different ways. But like, you know, Kyler kind of going out there being an athlete. So, you know, that's there's that's the way they did. They faded down the stretch. In, in I mean, they really rely too much on Kyler's athleticism and he gets worn down. He's yeah. not a big guy. I think you can see that his passing tends to drop over the mm-hmm. course of the season. Accuracy drops. Everything yeah. falls off. And I think you're just talking about a guy that's. Well, not much bigger than me, and this yeah. is an auditory medium, so you can't. And you're a strapping lad, though. But I'm a yeah. But you don't want me on an NFL football oh, field. Okay. I'm not going to last real long. And the, I, obviously, he's a phenomenal athlete. But there's a certain amount of energy you can expend here. Yeah. And I think over the course of a long season, someone like Kyler Murray just takes it out of him. Alex, you've talked about this other team. So the uh, Dolphins, though, you're going to say they're. Owners trying to lose games, and they had a, you know, a, a coach who they're trying to offer him a hundred thousand a loss, right? Um, so you know what was the Dolphins seem to be dramatically dysfunctional, and the NFL does a good job of like moving on from these stories of uh, great like kind of deception and things that it would otherwise bring you know leagues <laughs> down that people you know didn't care about, uh, but. Um, 
the Dolphins couldn't win a game the first eight games of the season last year, and then they won seven in a row right. after that, Brian right? Flo- that yeah, Brian Flores took them back. They were so seven there, and seven. Again, I don't see the Broncos winning seven games in a row, but also the, Bron- the you know the Dolphins were, man, like the they were so down. Tua's reputation just total hit. The guy can't stay healthy. The guy's a bust. The guy's too little. The guy's, you know, he's not this and he's not that. Um, it, they were worse off. They were worse off. Then the Broncos to this point, hard to believe with all the, you know, the criticism the Broncos are taking. Is there anything the Broncos could do to, could they go, what would have to happen? Let's play that game for the Broncos to go, um, geez, to, to get to 10, to get to 10 wins, they would have to be down the stretch. Um, get 10 wins. They've, they've, to be they've 10 wins. Eight. You'd have to go seven and four. It'd have to be seven and four down the stretch. What would have to happen for them to be seven and four down the stretch? Like what well, universe? Mean, is that uh, like a universe we can't no, I mean, even well, I mean, they've, fathom they've, they've, going they've, to? They don't have eleven games. Is left. that a multiverse? They have to win seven them. more. So I mean, you're really talking about a, you're talking about winning seven out of the final nine. That's yeah. not possible. Yeah. Um. So that in that case, there's there's no way. There's no way to get to ten. No way to get to ten unless. You know, like the old uh, Simpsons baseball episode, a, a myriad of yeah. bizarre happenstances happened to destroy all the other team, you know, whatever. Will uh, Clark. Yeah, exactly. Patrick Mahomes falls down the magical hole of math and, <laughs> and uh, you know, numbers flying by. I always say like, like uh, Smith, but I mean, like the movie Celtic no Pride. Way. Unless we go kidnaps, you know, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, there's no way that they... No uh, chance. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you, you got the Chiefs twice. Yeah. yeah. You, you have Baltimore. You have the, the Rams in L.A., and I know they're, they're not the, the team they were, but mm-hmm. that's that's a tough place to play. You have the Chargers again, who I, I think you are uh, already had problem with. Uh, it's Listen, there was a reality tough. of it 10 is, wins, but schedule. those wins came early in the season. You had to, you had to hit this break. That's just it. That's you had just to hit this break six and it. two. You had to hit this break six and two. So yeah, five and three would have been a number where you could have uh, made not only the case but felt like it was possible. And five and three would have put you at a couple spots yeah. where you're winning games a couple times back to back, and you're really feeling good about yourselves. Man, even if they're close losses, it's just you know. I mean, what is what has this team shown you that thinks you can now after this buy? Nothing. Not really anything that they can go seven and two. No, it doesn't feel like that. Not at a all. chance. No, no it zero. doesn't really feel it, no, like that. No chance. No chance. Okay, uh, Broncos Blitz podcast. It's brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. I'll tell you, um, I, I, I'm a parlay builder, Sean. I put these parlays because sometimes I get ahead of myself, and I'm like, my $5, watch this, is going to pay out a million. Now, I'm like, I put three and four, le- you know, leg parlays together, I'll alternate spread stuff to try to make things, you know, reasonable and give myself a chance to hit. But what's cool is all the options and things that I have at Maverick Sports. If I want to deposit some money, I could do it really quick. Um withdrawing is way better and a lot more fun than depositing. I will say that. Okay. But you know, each process is very easy to do. Maverick sports, Maverick sports app, you know, go check them out. If you're a line shopper and you're trying to, again, the parlays for me, a plus 100, uh, two, a plus 100 and two minus one tens. When I put those together, the juice is a lot different than a minus one twenty five, a minus one twenty, and a minus one fifteen. In that, we're talking about lots of money, big picture, long term. And if you're a line shopper like some guys are who are smarter than me, um, Maverick Sports is totally where it's at. So go check those guys out. Total Beverage, the super stores they have. Um, very unique. They're kind of the institutions, man. Not only do they have, like, the great deals they'll deliver to you, they'll do the curbside pickup. Um, they have um, things on, like, on special that you drink, not stuff that is, you know, that you wouldn't normally kind of touch. Um, 
I'll go in there and we'll do uh, we mark we make margaritas at home, Sean. Okay, so I'll get like some suerte tequila. We just have that relationship with suerte. Um, I'll grab some modelos for the team dads. So like I'll get like some modelos and then like we'll get some high noons or white claws. That's like just a drink of choice. I like to have. I don't you know I'm not a big beer drinker, but I have a couple white claws and I'm a couple I'm nooners. Good, but, but yeah, not at oh yeah high nooners. I thought you meant like at noon. And I'm like yeah I guess so. Let's do it. That's all you need to say. What the kids are calling them nooners. Yeah, yeah no, the high that's right. Is that what the kids are calling? these days those high noons yeah all right so sean i'm gonna give you real quick hypothetical fifty dollars and if you want fifty dollars i'll really give it to you and store credit to go to total beverage get whatever you want <laughs> but so you fifty dollars there it's you got a fifty dollar gift card what are you gonna do with it theoretically hypothetically and Ooh. maybe in reality maybe literally Ooh, there, there's a couple so i mean okay. I, I i i am a craft beer guy okay. and, I, and i'm a i'm a bourbon guy and a tequila guy okay. so you know you kind of shop around and find what what might i like that fit there but kind of depends on what you know what you're doing obviously uh the, what the plan is get the uh <laughs> yeah what are we doing here What's yeah but uh, you know watching football I, I, I'll, I'll grab some uh i'll grab some craft okay. some craft beers Perfect. and uh and nurse a couple of those as the game goes on depending yeah. on uh you know how punchy they get. I like yes. the, the ones. Uh, you remember, it's not exactly uh, the light beers with the low yeah. percentile. You got to go for the uh, the big guns. Or depending on how my parlays are going, like let's put the whole thing together. Well, that's so. true. Depending, yeah, depending on where that right. last leg is, you may be uh, <laughs> oh, man, tell me doing something a little different. <laughs> I should have cashed out. Uh, no, um, but okay. So, uh, Alex Platt River Mortgage. Well, we have a relationship with Sean Sedita. That's a two decade brand of a guy doing mortgages for. I mean, owner of the station here. I think he was working with Nate. He did my brothers. Did mine. He's doing uh, tons of our listeners because he's that kind of guy. He's personal. It's, you know, it's not a guy who runs commercials here who's based in, like, Iowa or somewhere else. You're going to call their office. He's got about 10 or 12 people who work with him. He answers the phone. You're going to work with him from start to finish. At the end, he's going to bring a bottle that, uh, you know, um, um, what are they? Let's see. A bottle of Vouv. You know, something to celebrate you at the closing at the house. Um, he's going to get it from Total Beverage again to tie the whole thing together. And that's just the kind of guy he is all the way from the start to the finish of the process. Plower of Mortgage. We love those guys. That's kind of the whole podcast. We want to give you just enough to where um, you're, you know, wondering, um, is this thing ever going to end? Um, we got a final thought from each of you guys. You guys each have one. What do you? Can, got I, can I say of one thing about totally Bradley Chubb can. real quick? Yes, I think uh, you could see this coming from the off season when they gave uh, Randy Gregory seventy million. Yeah, they drafted Nick Benito Good and they call. moved Baron Browning to outside linebacker. Sure, you could see the writing on the wall. Yeah, I mean, all signs were pointing to them moving on from. Well, Chubb. that's the preparing for not being able to, uh, to have Chubb out there for seventeen games. Right. They've already, in theory, and like you know, again, while I said a couple years ago, I'm at the point with Garrett with that too and I said this about um, Jerry Judy I've emotionally detached myself away from they're gonna be stars okay and I've tried to move on to I just need them to be contributors and then anything else I really get will be kind of gravy because I've uh, moved on from the idea of where they were drafted the money all that kind of stuff and just accepted who and what those guys kind of are and I think the Broncos in a sense did that too just in what they did with all the moves that George Payton. It's made. interesting though that they signed Randy Gregory, a guy that yeah. basically gives you the same concerns sure. that you have with Bradley Chubb. The difference is you actually look at the way his contract is structured. It's really a two-year deal, in yeah, which it after is. next right. season the Broncos can get out of it. Well, and it's painlessly. fifteen million, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But the uh, the it's it's still interesting that was the signing. Yeah. But but you're right. I think they were trying to buy the guaranteed time money for was Benito. super low. That was attractive on right. the Randy Gregory deal. That showed you a little bit of him willing to kind of prove it. And again, the 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 numbers itself 
15 million per on Randy Gregory, 22 to 23 over here yeah. on on With uh, a Bradley Much Chubb. longer term and a much larger upfront cost. Randy Gregory again, he's broken down right now. But when he was playing, man, he was making plays. He's he was the best player on the Broncos defense. Yeah, even no even doubt about it, Sertan Sean. When he was healthy, solid. Yep. He he was playing beautifully. And what I liked, he was he was such an impact guy beyond just the sack numbers, which some people get caught up in. But you got to see it with your own eyes. So, um, man, that's it. Uh, appreciate you, Sean. Uh, we'll do some more of these together. It's nice having you around. Uh, you're a good dude. Where can the people find your uh, Twitter app? Uh, you can just go to Twitter at Sdrotar. That's S-D-R-O-T-A-R. It's a weird last name, but it's not that hard it's to spell. It's not a weird one. It makes it. It's, it's only, only, se- one it's only seven letters. Right. You can pretty much just search for Drotar. Daniel Williams. Anytime I get pulled over, Ooh. they're like, uh, you got to go to jail. You have 10 warrants. I'm like, that's got to be a different Daniel Williams. <laughs> but you got, <laughs> a, just a, petty you got a good chance of that, though, I right? Know, yeah, I know. Yeah, i got to so. be a little more careful. There's only so many. Yes. Um, so Alex. Pocket up in North Glen, though. So shout out to the ones up in North Glen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alex Becker's at A Becker Sports. Was that how you get that right? Of course I did. Nailed yeah, nailed it. Um, you got all kinds of stuff you do. What's that baseball podcast you do? That's oh, super oh, award winning. Andrew, Andrew and I, we uh, we're big baseball guys. We yeah. do the walk off walk pod podcast here at Mile High Sports. Yeah, and so, which uh, is good. I think you guys are two of the better baseball guys. Mm-hmm. Like in the whole game, for one, not a lot of people do I'm baseball. Invite myself onto that one too. Then no, you didn't invite yourself. I think I kind of forced you in here. <laughs> we love Sean because I know Sean's a big baseball guy himself. And I was like, so. promise some breakfast burritos. We don't have. We'll call Uber Eats now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Sean, uh, good job. You're one of my favorite guys in the game to do it. I always tell people you're very unique in a lot of different ways because, for one, like, I, I have a journalism degree. I came up writing. You know, I was working at every outlet, you know, um, before, like, the DNVRs and all that existed. I was the first Danilo. Jim Sakamano let me in when I was 20 years old at Dove Valley as a reporter for a couple little papers. I wasn't a real reporter. Then I was just playing a role. You know, I was just acting, like, trying to be, uh, you know, Arnie Stapleton before I had a chance to make actually it, man. That's how it works work with him. But now, you know, I'm a radio guy. I turned into a radio guy but you're uh, like an everything guy so that's why you're kind of unique and why you're kind of cool so look out for all your stuff always like you're always doing and i'm um let's say happy to have you around man appreciate you anytime lots of fun all right uh good stuff guys i'm danny williams we appreciate you guys appreciate uh maverick sports appreciate uh total beverage as well plot river mortgage all those guys look out for um i mean it's a throwback thursday edition we'll do one more tomorrow we'll enjoy the football we can come back uh realign our you know uh broncos selves and try to see what the broncos can make out of the rest of this season and that's it man uh you got grow go astros or go phillies real quick oh phillies 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 and seven i think go phillies too uh, it's hard to not like Bryce Harper. Even if you think he's kind of a jerk, he's like now a jerk who wins. So it's like got meaning behind it. You know what I mean? And I don't think of him as a jerk, actually. I kind of like his swagger. I do, too. I do, too, actually. That's the yeah. guy that just kind of knows how good he is and, and shows it. There's yeah. no problem with that. You, you flip it. What's different than him and, say, Justin Verlander? Nothing. Verlander knows. Yeah. If Verlander's 40, he's like, I'm the best guy out here. Yeah. Verlander's you got a lot tell. of proof. Tonight? Is Verlander tonight? 0-6 in the World Series? He's got a big one. This is like Verlander, one of these. Uh, Noah Syndergaard tonight. Ooh, man. So, oof, Thor. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.